We all have a hero, and this week I want to talk to you guys about one of my skin heroes because this episode of the You Can't Sit With Me podcast is brought to you by Hero Cosmetics. I've talked about it so many times on the podcast, and I'm going to keep talking about it until I'm blue in the face because this has been a true miracle product for me. We all know I have the occasional volcano pimple that I have to deal with, and I used to be the kind of person that tried to perform surgery on my pimples, which actually wasn't that great because it produces more redness and scarring, which then makes it a way bigger problem because as you know, scars take months to disappear sometimes. I can't even compare this to any other acne products that I've used, such as, you know, cream, scrubs, peels, other patches, because it has one simple ingredient. So it's suitable for even the most sensitive skin. I have used it so many times and all it takes is sticking it on your pimple. You take it off six to 12 hours later and you will see all the pus, all the dirt from your pimple on the patch. So this is proof that it actually works because it will bring all these nasties to the surface of the skin, which means you no longer have to actually harm your face to do it. Another thing that I really wanted to mention about this patch that is extremely important to me is that once you stick it on, it stays on, okay? You won't wake up with it on your clothes, on your body, or on your partner's face, for example. It really is there to stay until you decide to take it off. If you would like to try the Mighty Patch for yourself, which I highly recommend, all you have to do is use my code WITHME15 for 15% off on herocosmetics.com. That is WITHME15 for 15% off on herocosmetics.com. You can't sit with me. Hosted by Deanna Espear. I have the immense pleasure. I like using these like really, you know, kind of big words sometimes to make myself sound really intelligent when I'm not. Um, (laughs) Have you guys been watching Selling Sunset? All of my friends, all of my listeners, followers have been DMing me on Instagram. Have you watched it? Have you watched it? It's so good. Yes, I have. Yes, it is so good. But what's even better, I have Mary Fitzgerald, who is one of the cast members, the main cast members. How are you? I'm doing great. We just had a little chat before. I always do this. I feel like all the good stuff we talk about is before. And then I put my like <laughs> podcaster hat on and it's so formal. And I'm like, oh, I just want this to be a normal conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can, we can talk about it again. We can talk about it again. So I get my hair done right by your office. Um, and I always see you guys so beautiful, so glamorous. And I just walk around Sunset Plaza in my PJ sometimes in the morning when I haven't brushed my teeth yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so good for you. Know, a little more than brush our teeth when we have to film. So <laughs> literally, up. you go to hot Pilates around there. Yeah. You know what? Um, the girl that owns that is one of my clients. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Have you ever gone at the same time as Hailey Bieber? I have not. No, but she would be someone I would love. I would love to meet. My sister um, met her in New York uh, through one of her old works or something like that. And she said she was the nicest person ever. She's my idol. And I basically, (laughs) I don't like working out. Working out ruins my life. And I literally only go to Hot Pilates to basically see her. (laughs) <laughs> does she go there all the time she goes there all the time somehow never been there around me so i don't know what's um, up with you know my karma my luck but something's up there's a lot of people that go there i saw um puff daddy or p diddy whatever his name is um i don't know what he goes by now but he, yeah. he's there all the time um i always see paparazzi out there <laughs> have you have you ever been in in there with sarah highland no she's really good at it and i was like shit, we've got some work to do, my friends. Uh, <laughs> I need to. Absolutely. Uh, you're you're sure. so in shape. Like, I cannot believe how in shape you are. It really fucking bugs me because <laughs> I'm quarantined in my on my couch and I see you guys and I'm like... <sighs> oh, I wish I could say that it's all that. Honestly, I only go like maybe once... Uh, once every couple weeks or so. You like, I'm not- annoying people, it's like genetics. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> But, but I think part of it's genetics and then part of it, I just run around nonstop and I'm always like running up and down uh, stairs and stuff like that and carrying stuff and carrying my dog. So I think it just, it just keeps me in shape because I'm always on the go. The hustle will do that to you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, So before we get into all my questions and in the episode, I like to do this thing where I do tip of the week. So I ask my guests, and I feel like you're going to be great for this, to share like maybe a beauty item, a lifestyle tip, something that's drastically changed your everyday life that you've been using. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Glam Glow is one of my um, go-tos. It's a illuminate, like illuminating kind of moisturizer, and I think it, it's amazing. It it's what you're wearing it, now? Really, yeah, I've got it on right now. So the Glam Glow, what's it called? Um, Glam Glow Illuminating Moisturizer. I think okay. it's a. Um, I use like the nude color, but you just put it on over top. I put a normal moisturizer on too, and I put that on over top, and it just gives like your skin like a really fresh glow. I love asking people from LA who are in you know the entertainment industry for like skincare beauty tips because I feel like. In LA, we, I say we because I live there now, we are so much more advanced. I come back to Europe and I see everyone with dull skin and I'm like, you need a facial. Yeah. yeah. Clear and Brilliant is really great too. Have you Clear tried and that? Brilliant. No, I haven't tried that. I've tried Glam Glow. Glam Glow is great. Yeah. Yeah. Clear and Brilliant is a laser. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Clear and Brilliant. <laughs> doing it because I need to know all the things and I'm selfish and I want this tip for myself. Um, I have a tip. I always share a tip along with my guest. So I came across this little device. Um, you can see it on camera. People who listen cannot. And it is called the Terralian Dreamer. So I have really bad jet lag now because I still work on LA schedule, but I'm in Europe. And so this basically, um, replicates the light of a sunset and it kind of goes down to a red in about 20 minutes and then turns off. And oh, it kind of really, put, it like helps putting you to sleep with like lights. You can't really see the color because it's like, there's a light here. And then you can also pick like an ambient light color. So sometimes I put pink, blue, some relaxing, you know, lighting colors that kind of set the mood and like relax you. I want one. Yeah, it's so good. It's very inexpensive. It's called the Dreamer. And it just really helps with relaxation, you know, getting back into a good sleeping schedule. And that's my little tip for the week. You know what? <laughs> I want one. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I said sold. Thank you. I love it when people tell me that I can sell shit on the podcast because, <laughs> you know, that's what we want. I want to be able to make more money. <laughs> anyway, um, so many questions for you, Mary. I was so impressed with you this season. I loved watching you. And I'm not just saying this because if I didn't like something, I would tell you. Um, so I want to ask you a little bit more about the job first because I was very curious about it. So I watch you guys, you know, selling these houses, selling Sunset is basically about um, the property business in Los Angeles, in Hollywood. And I kind of want to ask you a little bit about the time frame because when I watch the show, I see you guys selling these million dollar homes, basically like you're selling croissants in a bakery. And it, it just seems to be going really fast. And it's like, how, how much time does it take? You know, you put a house on the market. How do you always have consistent buyers come in? I just kind of want to know a little bit about that. Oh, so it's been, it's a little more difficult now because of quarantine, but, um, but it typically takes about 30 days is a normal escrow period. So once you do have a buyer, you get an accepted offer. It's typically about 30 days. If it's a cash offer, you can do it in like 15 or 20. Um, other people might need a little bit longer, um, for whatever reason, for lending purposes. And, and that can be like 45, 45 days. Normally from the point that it's been put on the market. Well, um, it depends. It can totally vary on how long a home sits on the market, depending on how much it is like a $50 million home. It's going to sit for a lot longer because there aren't that many qualified buyers for it. Um, right. it takes, there's only a select few. Um, if you're selling a million dollar home, then that opens up the doors for a lot of people that are all qualified. And right now we're seeing a lot of multiple offers on, on homes under, I would say 3 million. Right. And so you guys obviously show us like the most grandiose, you know, houses that you guys, you know, have on sale are trying to sell. Do you also kind of do lower end stuff too, or do you just focus on these big mansions? 
Yeah, we we do we do everything. Um, right now, I'm getting ready to put um, a good, most adorable condo on the market. It's for like eight hundred thousand. I've got a couple two um, two million dollar properties, um, but as a lot of the times, those don't really make the show because I mean, everyone wants the big and ostentatious. But, yeah, obviously. Yeah, if I, I'm running an offer on a $13 million one as well for a client. Um, so that one would probably make it. It's, it's pretty spectacular. And wow. then, yeah, the one I'm closing uh, next week is an $8 million property. Wow. So much work. So yeah. much money. Love those things. Um, so, you know, you guys, we kind of see your houses on the show a little bit, but not too much. But I kind of get the impression that you all kind of live in condos for now. Um, I'm trying to think who, uh, who else is, um, I, I do, um, Romaine and I are like looking at other properties where we can buy one to flip. Yeah. We want to get a house next, but right now it's a condo. Um, Christine, I think is in a house. Uh, Chriselle's in a house. Right. Amanda's in a condo. I don't know where the other girls live. Oh, Heather, Heather is in a house down in Orange County. Okay. So yeah, well, you said you were going to getting a house, but you know, all these years of like working and selling all these houses, does it make you want to buy a house because you are showing so many houses? I was thinking about this because personally, I'm very much like an apartment living kind of person. You know, I love yeah. to have a concierge. I love someone to be able to get my mail. I like to have my light bulb fixed or whatever. So I still feel like I could show a house and not want to change my lifestyle like what is it like for you has that made you want a house more um i i go back and forth because i am so busy and that's one of the things where my doorman keeps um all of my packages brings them up to me and i mean i'm kind of spoiled that way um then i also don't have to worry about anything you know if i'm not home if i go away uh you know i know my my place is secure um so that part of it. And I don't have to worry about a gardener and pool and everything's all taken care of for me. Um, I, not, not as much maintenance when I just don't have the time for it, but, but I do want a house. There's something about it that I do. I do want it. I just need to have everything put in place and, and uh, Romaine and I are going to flip a home, uh, because that's what he's doing too. So yeah. for the two of us, we can make just so much money. Yeah. Um, do it. It's a great investment. And if you make it exactly the way you want, then it's like a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Letting all these like amenities and stuff go is must be kind of hard when you're like used to it as well. It's going to be hard. I know. I have to walk outside and give my own mail. No, I'm going <laughs> to sound so fucking bougie, but my <laughs> building manager is my therapist. I just want to <laughs> put it out there. Like I oh. go in there and I'm like, my coffee machine doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Like, I don't know. I'm such a spoiled bitch. Uh, that's okay, though. At least you know it. I know <laughs> it. I own it. Like, I yeah. embrace it, you know. <laughs> Self-awareness is key in my books. Yeah, it's convenience. It's not, yeah, it's not really bougie. It's just convenience. It's convenient. I like the nice things in life. Um, So I was very, imp- talking about, you know, spoiled bitches, um, as a spoiled bitch, I was very impressed with your level of bridezilla, which was zero. Like, oh, thank you. Because you guys are so like on it. Like, you guys look like I think you know you all, you never have a hair that's not in place. Your outfits are always like immaculate, and it's hard for me to believe that you would plan a wedding and just kind of be so chill about it. And I kind of want to understand a little bit, like, first of all, how was it that five weeks before the wedding, you didn't have a venue and you weren't, I mean, you were kind of freaking out, but you, most brides would literally probably have divorced before <laughs> getting married. Like, I want to know what happened there. <laughs> I love the fact that you didn't think I flipped out because I watched it back and I was like, Oh my gosh, so embarrassing. Oh my God. Um, but that was me flipping out. And you can tell I was stressed to the max. My hair was pulled back in like every episode. And short hair like this, you can't really pull back. So it, it just looked horrible. And But I just didn't care. I didn't have time. I was trying to get stuff done. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, 
I don't have time to spend two hours in the morning. And so for me, that was kind of flipping out. Um, and I then love the head pulled back. <laughs> I love well, it. Watch it back. You're gonna you're gonna rethink that. If you watch it back, you're like, yeah, it wasn't exactly done. We can see your face. We can see your eyes when it's pulled back. Like it's very classy. I like it. Oh, thank you. When you have short hair and you put it back, it doesn't yeah. look like the I don't give a fuck bun that I have now. It just looks <laughs> neat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, thank you. <laughs> I liked it. So what, how did you know I have a venue five weeks before the wedding? Like what happened there? So uh, the first venue that we did, uh, we, this was actually three venues um, that we went through. The first venue um, just couldn't accommodate um, filming, uh, I guess. I mean, there, there were some complications with that. And so after thinking that we were going to have that venue, we had everything in place, started um, like designing it, having all of the decor, everything to go with that venue. It was a vineyard. And, and then we found out we couldn't film there and, and we wanted to, to let, you know, the show film it. And so we had to switch and then we found that house on the beach. And then five weeks before the owners decided to get divorced and, and the, the wife was still okay with it. The husband wasn't. And so that fell through. And then, and then we, uh, thankfully, my client on that Dovini property, he allowed us to do it because when I went in there for the listing, I actually looked at it and I was like, this would be a stunning wedding venue, but I already had mine. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I didn't think much more about it, but once that came, once that fell through, I was like, all right, well, I might have to hit him up <laughs> and see if he would be willing. So right. yeah, he let it. And so you said the first place couldn't like accommodate filming. So right. Honestly, between us and everyone else listening, would you say that the wedding date was kind of set like this is when me and Romaine want to get married? Or was it also kind of coordinated with the whole filming schedule, would you say? Well, um, no, not really. We we picked that date it would initially because that was one of the dates that the first venue had available. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we, we looked at the dates, checked with our families, see what worked for everybody. And then, uh, we chose that date and then we had kind of planned everything around it and his parents were coming out, my family was coming out. And so we couldn't change the date at that point. So then we're just like, we have to find something that's available on this date now. So the, the filming was kind of the missing piece and then it didn't fit. It wasn't kind of a wedding because, you know, a lot of these reality TV weddings are like planned to be filmed. You no. Know? Yeah. Um, not at all. We, yeah. we initially, we, we wanted to go away um, and get married in Bali. Um, yeah. But then a lot of our family couldn't come. A lot of our good friends couldn't come Yeah, uh, because they're trying to get pregnant and, and the whole Zika thing. So we thought, okay, we'll just honeymoon there. Yeah. And so we did to stay here to get married. So once we decided to stay here, they were yeah. able to film it. Okay. Love. I loved seeing you and Romain. I, I can't, I, I find it so weird to say Romain because Je suis française aussi. Je parle français. So for me, it's uh, Romain. You know what I mean? It's like Romain. It's Romain, you know? Yeah. I, well, I just can't say it very well. And, and no one else can either. So he just goes along with it. He does. Um, and says Romain. And that's how he introduces himself because he knows no one's going to be able to say it. If he told me it was, I don't know if I'm saying Romain. Is yeah, that right? that's it. Okay. <laughs> and now I call him Romain all the time. So now it feels weird to call him Romain. <laughs> I know, but it's like me when I go to ask for water in LA, I have to say, can I have some water? Because when I say water, they're like, what? And they just don't get it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yep, absolutely. And you know what? Even his last name, he told me it was Bo uh, Bonnet. Bonnet. And I was like, really? It's Bonnet. And the night before the wedding, he, he was like, I think our, our officiant said uh, Bonnet. And I was like, no, it's I, it looks like that. You would think it would be, but it's Bonnet. She's like, are you sure? And he's like, no, it's Bonnet. It, it really is Bonnet. I was like, then why are you telling me that? And he's like, I don't know. I just figured you wouldn't be able to say it either. I was like, it's me. I'm marrying you tomorrow. I should know how to say your last name. Like, do you have trust in me? I'm about to read my vows in fucking French. <laughs> no. I should know what my last name is going to be, dude. 
That is amazing. I'm actually crying at this. Um, your vows, I mean, vows, whatever it was, I don't know what it's called because I'm Jewish, so we have different weddings. It was so cute. Like, honestly, oh. I'm not going to lie. Last season, you know, I'm a, like a traditional Jew. So at first I was like, it's so unusual. He's so much younger. And we didn't see a lot of your relationship on camera. And then once yeah. we got the opportunity to kind of see more on camera and your dynamic, I was like, this is so cute. I was so yeah. annoying. Like, you know, <laughs> getting like, oh, and like she defends him and la, la, la. I don't know. Is it, is that something that you kind of struggled with at first? Like, you know, what people like people judging you and stuff. Cause I definitely judged, yeah. but like once I got to actually see more, I was like, wait, like she's so happy. Like you, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I, it bother me. I think what did bother me is uh, first of all, people didn't get to see his personality. Anyone that sees his personality and they think it starts coming out in season two, you get it. I mean, he is the most charismatic, funny, um, mature, loyal dude there is. And so yeah. he, um, I think he won people over this season because they just got to know him. Yeah. And I don't care about the age difference. It doesn't bother me at all. People say stuff and they, uh, people will still comment and say stuff. They're like, oh, look, mother and son. I'm like, and? I'm like, yeah, uh, good yeah. for me. I mean, <laughs> I, I pulled that. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, I don't care about that. But when people were attacking him, his character, yeah. um, th that bothered me. And I would stick up for him because that's not who he is. He came on the show for me. Um, and, and he doesn't deserve to be attacked for, for someone that he's not, I mean, he's yeah. polar of what people were accusing him of like gold digger and all this stuff like that. And I'm like, that man is so stubborn. He will not take a penny from me. I mean, he, he is stubborn and he's like, he's just very prideful. And so, um, I mean, we've seen uh, that this season, yeah. literally though, yeah. literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like Roman, Roman, Romain. Roman. Roman was very stubborn this season when it came to, um, you know, the invitations and the guest list and Davina and things like that. And I, there's something that I was personally very curious about because I know how reality TV works. I know that not everything is shown on camera. And I also know that you were put in a very awkward position because she's your coworker and he's your future husband at the time. And do you feel like Romain, Roman? <laughs> so it's going to be so hard for me now, Roman. Roman, do you feel like he was you kind of agreed with what he was saying. Like you kind of did not want her there, but you were more trying to keep the peace um, within your work environment. And that didn't really show on camera or were you seriously like against his opinion? And he kind of came off as like the bad guy. No, I agreed with him. Um, yeah. I, I did. I mean, she, she personally attacked him. She attacked his character. She made fun of, of like the ring he was able to first get me and then and and it was just something that was very inappropriate it was it was rude and 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 it was straight lies that he had to live a year for until season two came out he had to live with these lies that she told because he came in to work he, she knew he worked he came in every single day to the office he was actually building jason's home okay. um she knows this and so she's like you know she doesn't think he works she doesn't think like um she thinks i pay for everything none of that was true she knew that and so for her to say that to Chriselle, that's where i was like i mad but i wasn't I don't agree with it. I thought it was bullshit, but, um, but I'm not mad about it. What I was mad about is what the crap that he got on social media based on, on lies. And right. that we have to try to defend something that we should never have had to defend. Yeah. I mean, even if you were paying for everything, that would be the agreement that you and him made, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but even if that were the case, it's, right. not, it's not for her to judge type of thing. Right. I mean, men do it all the time and it's not the case and, and it never has been, but um, men do it all the time. I mean, women, I mean, you can be in a relationship with a younger woman and the man pays for everything. Yeah. Why, I, don't, I don't think that there is anything wrong with that as long as the two people are okay with it. But Romaine and I are both like, we are such workhorses and, and both of us want 
to build something for ourselves. So he would never allow me just to take care of him. He's way too correct. I think that's kind of what didn't make sense for me in the first season when I saw you two together, because I was like, this girl is such a hustler and we didn't see him do anything in first season. So I was like, I'm right. surprised that she would go for someone who's, who's not got any ambition. Cause we didn't see. I, I never would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, she doesn't come. She, I, didn't, I couldn't see her like being attracted to that. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, what I wanted to say was also, um, to your defense, I've been out with, I, I'm not going to say a lot because I'm quite pinky, but I've been out with a few guys in LA, some of them that were a lot older than me. And these guys expect me to pay sometimes. So it has nothing to do with age. But no. It has nothing to do with age. Okay. I find that LA guys are very poorly mannered, but that's a different story, which is, I, I was going to ask you about this. Is that kind of the reason why a lot of you go for foreign boys? Because I, you know, I think uh, probably, I, I think Roman, he is different than all LA guys. And I'm glad I got him right before, right when he got over here because he never had the opportunity to, which I don't think he ever would anyway, but he never had the opportunity to, to start acting like an LA kind of guy, but I, that's just not in his character anyway. I don't think he ever would, Yeah, but his parents raised him very well. Um, he he just he's a good guy all around yeah I got and it's good it's good to hear that side as well because we didn't see a lot on camera my personal kind of controversial question for you you know about the other bachelorette party which was not another <laughs> bachelorette party whatever yeah. um I can see from what I can see on camera I can see that you're kind of like a, a really nice person who tries who, do, who doesn't want people to not get along and right. wouldn't have been just easier for you to say, I didn't want you guys there because our relationship <laughs> kind of sucks right now. Uh, uh, yeah. In hindsight. Um, but the thing is, I really, this, it really is what happened. It, uh, we were supposed to do, um, a bachelorette party and, and Amanda was going to plan it. My sister was coming in and then, um, but I also didn't want it to be filmed. Uh, as well like and so we decided we we had one and we're like okay we'll we'll do a bachelorette party with all the cast and and allow it to be filmed but it's also my bachelorette party i want to get stupid drunk and and like um you know just just have fun and not worry about anything so we're like you know, and my sister couldn't make it to the first one so we're like you know what let's just do like a little get together um amanda still had her kids um and and so we just did this like small thing afterwards and she really did get the stripper pole the day of yeah. we did postmates dinner i mean it was just something small and yeah, it was such fun yeah, Unfortunately, i didn't get to get stupid drunk because i had to work the next day yeah. um and all the guys that were in vegas but <laughs> Um, but it was still fun. And, and now that I watch it back, I, I, I was like, you know what? Why was I even trying to be nice? I'm like, probably because on that bachelorette party, you guys started crap with me. So why would I want you there for the next one? Like, I don't want to get in a fight. I don't want drama. Yeah. And it really did when she sent out the, the um, invite. She's like, this is no drama. If you feel you cannot comply with the no drama uh, clause of no this come. invitation, do not come. <laughs> so I just laughed so hard. Yeah. I was like, I was just over it. I love your friendship with her, by the way. That, that was one of also my favorite things to watch this season. Cause we did, we saw a lot of cattiness in the first season, but I feel like that's like a really good friendship that we got to see that was consistent throughout the whole season. Um, yeah. also I was going to say, yeah, cause it's easy for us to watch and to judge, but obviously when you're in the situation, so many people would have probably done what you did, but you know, it kind of felt like you guys were justifying yourselves. Like we planned it that day, da da da, And it's kind of like, they were kind of being shitty people. It's like, I, you know, why didn't you, when you yeah. didn't want you there, like you see it, it is, it is what happened. I mean, but it was planned like kind of last minute like that, but yeah, yeah once I back and I'm like, but why would I want, why would I want some of them there anyway? If you like, you already tried to ruin like the first one and start drama on the first one, why would I want you at the second one? But you know, I mean, I don't like being mean and, and I don't like saying that, but in my head, once I, once I start thinking about it, I, I'm like, 
I don't know if I would have, even if I thought about it, but I wasn't the one inviting anyone anyway. So, yeah. Do you kind of feel forced to be friends with your coworkers because you guys have like a very casual atmosphere at work? Like you can tell your boss he's an asshole. I mean, I know he's your ex, but like (laughs) (laughs) he's he's actually a really nice guy. Um, They're so fun. Like this, they seem like such cool people to work with. But do you kind of feel like you have to be more friendly than you would normally be in real life with these people because you work with them? Um. Yeah, probably. Um, not all of them, but but in outside of work and when we're not filming and outside of work, we I mean, all of us don't hang out all the time. Yeah. Um, a lot, there's a group of us that do: Chriselle, me, Heather, Amanda, Jason, Brett, um, Romaine. Like we all we all hang out all the time together. I was on uh, Heather's boat last weekend. Chriselle just got back in town. We're gonna hang out. Um, I talk and see Amanda all the time. So Jason and Brett too. Um, but yeah, Davina and 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 Christine, we don't really see each other or, or hang out too much. And then Maya's in Miami. So yeah, it was really her either. Right. So, you know, it's more like a courtesy, like they got so pissed off that they weren't invited, but they are also invited more as a courtesy because you guys have to maintain kind of the peace at work. But if you're being a shitty person. Yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. Then, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go out of my way to, to hang out with someone like that it's just not going to be fun around. So we, I mean, outside of work, we hang out with who we like the most and, and, and the office we're nice and friendly and professional. <laughs> I have a bunch of fashion questions for you. Okay. Oh. I'm going to keep it light and fluffy. Here's the thing. When I watch you guys, you guys are very, very glamorous. And you know, that's kind of, I feel a lot of people from the outside think that that's an LA cliche, but LA's not like that. I find that people in LA are very casual, very dressed down, very like, so is that mostly put on for TV? Like, do you feel like you do a little bit more when you're filmed or is that really what you guys look like all the time? Um, I, I don't dress I don't know if, Am I, do you feel like I'm I'm dressed up a lot on on the show? A c- compared, so generally no, but compared to how people dress when they go to work in LA, yes, right. I feel like you guys are more glammed. You know, you have the lashes, you have the heels. Yeah, heels. Um, yeah. I guess I do. I don't have lashes. I never wear lashes unless uh-huh. it's in the interviews. Yeah, it's just my natural lashes. Um, uh-huh. But then I do wear heels. Uh, I have to be selective about which ones, but I always wear flip flops in the car um, okay. so I can walk out of them. Um, and in between showings, I'll normally I, I just walk around in flip flops. I don't wear heels all day long. And, and then a lot of times I wear jeans and a blazer or like a like a, this like a dress. It's like comfy, so it's cute, but it's it's uh, comfy too. Um, but on weekends, I just wear like a jeans and a t shirt. Like if I'm right. going to brunch. I don't, you're I don't never like so. uncomfortable, even though you're glammed, you're not, you, you're not like uncomfortable. So that's kind of what I was going to ask you, like, yeah, ask you about Christine's fashion. Okay. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> I mean, it's cool. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea, but it's cool. Um, right. has it become more drastic since filming or was she always the kind of girl that would wear the black swan dress? She couldn't sit in at, you know, dinner parties. I think it's gotten more since filming. Um, she likes to push the envelope, um, and I mean, in every aspect. But no, when we used to live together, she was very casual um, at home. She she wouldn't come walking out in her black swan dress to watch TV. Um, but she was she, she was uh, she was pretty casual and and laid back um, back at home. But when she goes out, she gets all dolled up. But I think it's gotten more since since yeah. filming. Um, right. She just like kind of put on the show. So if you guys are not filming, some people would show up at work with like nice jeans and a top. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I see a lot of like really nice bags, really nice shoes, watches and things, you know, love those things. Um, yeah. Would you ever, for example, buy a pair of shoes from Zara and wear it to work? Or do you feel that kind of pressure that you have to be very upscale because of your clients for work? 
Um, no, I mean, I like, I, I spend my money on certain things and I mix and match all the time. I don't have to have designer everything. If I see a nice handbag, like I'll, I'll buy like Gucci or Louis Vuitton, whatever. Fine. I mean, I, cause I love it and I wear it all the time, but I'm very practical. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I mean, I've got plenty of like, uh, Louis Vuitton shoes. I mean, stuff like that. But I also have just like regular regular shoes too um flip-flops i will never buy expensive ones because my dog chews them all the time i literally get them off of amazon because right. they come quick uh, and she just chewed another one yesterday too so i will never ever buy an expensive pair of sandals um but i mean i i mix and match um i think i just told i did an interview the other day and she was like she was asking about one of my um this lace bodysuit that I had on and I was like you know I keep getting so many comments on it and I'm gonna want to kick myself for actually admitting this it was forever 21 <laughs> I was like I wore it and but I had like this leather skirt and that skirt was you know a couple hundred dollar skirt um and then uh and she shoes mm -hmm. um but but I just mix and match whatever I like whatever's cute I don't care it doesn't have to be name brand um yeah. but some things I have are it's a high, I, I love doing a high-low as well. I like, yeah. you know, a statement bag, a statement bracelet, whatever. And then you can do a high-low and everything kind of right. and it goes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't I don't feel the need to show off or, or yeah. do anything like that. I, I don't see it as showing off. I just see it more as like, you know, you have such upscale, upscale clients and it is yeah. important for you guys to show like a certain image. You know what I mean? And I kind yeah. of want to know more on the aspect of like, do you feel pressure to always be designer because of that when you're at work? No, not always. No, um, I think I think it, I feel pressured to make sure that I look nice, but I don't. I don't feel the need to have all designer. I did end up upgrading my car and J uh, Jason, uh, Jason's like, you got to do it there. You have to, yeah. uh, cause I'm driving a Mercedes and then, um, and he was, I was thinking about getting a new one and, and he's like, I swear we, uh, people judge based on cars. So I got a Maserati, like a Gran Turismo, mm -hmm. um, sport and I love it. I've never been a like big car person. But yes. the sound of it, I'm like, oh, I'm a badass. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun to drive. Um, so like a bad think, bitch. Yeah. And, and I do think in a way, people are kind of superficial. And so people do associate um, your success with, I think, what you drive. And so that is one of them where I'm like, all right, I get it. And and I've had a lot of compliments on it. And and it does it does help um, yeah. show. I've, it's I've so true. I think that people individually, there's great people. Not everyone is superficial. My experience in LA, I've made some amazing friends that were not superficial. But yeah. overall, there is that kind of like, if you want to show that you're successful, if you want people to perceive the success, there are yeah. visual elements that you need. You have to. I mean, it's part of where we live. I mean, it, we chose to live here and that's it. that is kind of part of it. Yeah. Um, I if I were still back in Indiana, they would think I was like out of my mind. I think if I, if I got that, they're like, you don't need to do that to be successful in yeah. LA. You do. It's part yeah. of the culture. Also, you spend more time yeah. in your car than you do in your house. So <laughs> what kind of yeah. stuff do you wear when you're not filming, when you're not at work? Like, I want to know where you would shop, like, cause I'm the kind of person, you know, I'm like this leggings, like this is what I'm like in LA, yeah. like all the time. <laughs> no makeup. I wear yoga, like yo like workout outfits. And the thing is that it's the running joke. They're like, Oh Mary, did you just get back from the gym? Really? Because I hardly ever go. And to, but every day if I'm not working, I've got like a yoga outfit on. <laughs> it's just comfy. It's all about pretending that you're working out, but <laughs> you're not. I'm like, I'm so healthy. <laughs> I'm so sexy. I just had a massive sweat <laughs> sesh. <laughs> but no. Can't be bothered. It fucks up my my blowout. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. I have Jewish hair. I need to be very strategic with workouts and blowouts. Oh, really? You don't uh, have a problem. Very like. No. I have one last fashion question before I get into very quick hits uh, because people submitted questions for you. Um, okay. So I see that you have a lot of tattoos. I'm a yes. sucker for a tattoo. 
So I want to know, are the tattoos from like a previous edgier phase that you had or are they like, I want to edge up like my very professional, you know, beautiful glam side? So, <laughs> ooh, um, okay. Is so that a good some, question? <laughs> <laughs> it's a good question. Um, all of them have a meaning. Um, okay. And I did go through a phase. Um, I believe it was when I was in New York. Uh, I was there for about a year. And I just, uh, I don't know, I went through a tattoo phase. But they all have a lot of meaning. Um, a couple I had to cover up because I didn't like the meaning anymore. <laughs> so no, it's a new meaning. The, the best friend tattoo looks like a prison tat. Amanda and I were a little bit drunk. Um, uh, we actually just did a, a photo shoot showing this because we were All so that. drunk. Yeah. Um, and we went like this to show, um, basically to show what we wanted. And then the next morning we were like, oh, look, and hers is upside down. So she has to go like this. When I, I go like this, she has to go like that to be able to read it. And we just died laughing. Right. With me, her, and Kay all went together and we all got tattoos. Um, so that's where we met 20 years ago. It's the coordinates of where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I've got like different ones too. Uh, but the fighter still remains. Um, to thy known self be true. Um, I've got an arrow. The one on my back is, um, it's like fate kind of because I got a, a French saying written down my back before I never spoke French. It was before I met Romain, Roma. And, uh, <laughs> and it says, um, translates to the only thing real in life are your dreams and love. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was, yeah. Um, and that's what on my wedding dress, uh, I had it where it was cut out so you could see that like down my spine. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, and then I've got some other ones. Um, my ex that that passed away um, uh, on my ankle, I've got Hebrew on there. He was Jewish, okay. and so I've got Hebrew on my ankle. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, love Amanda, me, and my sister all have love in different places. The same one, cute, love that. Yeah, oh, my son's initial. <laughs> oh, so you you forget now. There's so many you forget. I know, but they're all small, and that's yeah. what I kind of tasteful. Like. Yeah, unless the one on my back, the big one, I, I, I wish I could get that removed, but um, it's got green underneath. It was a cover up. And so that I one, you feel like it was a phase. And then the, the little more subtle ones, you feel like are they have today. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a yeah. for a tattoo. I tell everyone I'm Jewish, so I'm probably never going to find a husband that has tattoos, but I'm still hoping. <laughs> Let me tell you. you. You know what I mean? I know you're not supposed to, but I know a lot of Jewish men that do have tattoos. Are they single? Oh, oh, I've got, I've got a good one. I have a, my, my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> He's the nicest guy. He's in New York, but the nicest guy ever. I still talk to him. Um, yeah. He's a doctor. Oh, I, you know, I don't know if he has tattoos, though. No, I don't think he does. Uh, that was his yeah. I've been in LA like five years and I've not had a boyfriend. And I know, like, I'm not a supermodel like you guys, but, like, still, like, people meet people. I haven't met anyone because I think they suck. But it's hard to find a good guy in L.A. Yeah. I've, I just don't even date anymore. I'm like, no, thank you. Did you ever get to that phase before you met um, Roma? Yeah. 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 Um, I went, <laughs> I went on Bumble. Um, and, yeah. and if you go on Bumble and you meet a guy, you know he's going to, like, I, I shouldn't have been surprised. He was still on Bumble when we were living together. So, um, <laughs> and yeah, he, like he was, he cheated, all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, well, there, there you go. That's what I get for going on a dating app to find a boyfriend. Yeah. So never again. And luckily I don't have to ever again, but, uh, like, yeah, it's hard. I would say just meet people through your friends. They're already vetted and eventually you'll find somebody like that. But I don't know, out in a bar or a club, it's hard to meet quality guys. I mean, I don't even go to clubs anymore. I know it's too much. I, I did a couple of years ago. Um, cause I was like, Oh, this is fun. I, cause I am finally living my youth. I, I raised my son for so long. I'm like, yes, yes. but now I'll, I'll go to bars and restaurants and stuff, but I don't go to clubs. It gets old. I do the same bars and restaurants. Quick listener yeah. questions for you. Let's make them very quick hits because I don't want to, you know, keep you too long. 
And I had so many questions for you. (laughs) you. I love it. Um, So I got a couple anonymous questions because people are able to submit anonymously on my website. Um, If you guys want to do so, contactwithme.com slash submit. So I have one question saying, do you get sick of people saying you should have got back together with your boss? (laughs) Um, No, I don't get... I don't get mad about it or anything, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a little, a little rude towards Romaine, <laughs> um, but I, I get it. I mean, we have chemistry and, and, but it's friendship. Um, we're best friends and, and it's the best relationship we could possibly have. I don't, we, we sh- we're not good dating, right. but we're great. You see why? Because you guys have a connection, but it's not a love connection. Well, not that kind. Um, Someone asked thoughts on Christine today. So, um, you know what? I, uh, I don't, I haven't talked to her enough to, um, to know what's going on with her. Um, my thoughts are, I don't like the way things ended, um, or the last time I talked to her and, and I wish things were different, but I don't know enough about what's going on in her life to have much more comment than that. I'm going to just make them quick because people were curious. Someone yeah. said, were you surprised by Chriselle's divorce? Absolutely. So nothing Ab- we didn't see on camera that you everyone knew about, etc. No. I mean, we were I mean, mouths wide open. I mean, it was it was shocking to her, it was shocking to all of us. We never saw it coming. Someone asked, does you does she think do you think does she think Christine started acting brand new after she got engaged? That she started acting what? That she started acting brand new after she got engaged. Um, um I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. I don't, uh, she, she's just, um, I, I, I wish her the best. I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that. You can't basically. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. You can't. About that, I was going to ask you about this. So you've already shot season three, but it's just not out yet, basically. So you guys ended on a teaser. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, season three is going to be so juicy. When is it coming out? Because it's already filmed. Yeah, it comes out um, August 7th. Oh, so you, uh, you're having both seasons. Uh-huh. We filmed back to back. We were filming for like seven months something like that. And then we would still have to do pickups and and do our interviews and stuff like that. So we started filming, I believe last August, and then we filmed until January full time. And then, um, and then we did pickups and interviews until March. So we just finished right before the, um, a couple months before season two came out. And then, then they were like editing, doing everything on season three. And now it comes out on, on August 7th. Holy shit. I can't even begin. I don't understand yeah. how you guys fucking do it. Last question <laughs> of my whole entire thing, which is my personal question. Out of, I have to ask it. I know it's offensive. I don't give a fuck because you know what? <laughs> I fully support people who get work done. I've done it myself. Fuck everyone. Who has had the least work done out of all the girls in the office? Ooh. Uh, no one? <laughs> um, well... Probably Maya, but she's kind of obvious. I guess it's just like- yeah, probably Maya. Um, I think Davina's the only one that doesn't have her boobs done. Um, and I don't. I think all of us have had our boobs done. Um, I think all of us get Botox. Um, any any of us that say we don't, we're lying. I do. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Joking. People start at 23 in LA. I know. Yeah. I'm like I do. I don't do a bunch of crazy fillers or anything like that. I mean, I, I have gotten a little bit before, but I mean, I'm not. I don't want to look like the LA like plastic Barbie. I, I want to look like me, and and I probably will get more stuff as I get older. But I never want to change my look. I just want. To look like me, like look like yeah, the the real me. And as things start sagging or or looking weird, like if, if there's a quick fix to make me look like me again, great. 
But the but, question was not directed. I was not accusing you. I was. Oh uh, no, I'm, I'm honest about it. I don't care. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Like literally, you don't <laughs> understand the amount of fakeness that goes on here. Like I'm not wearing makeup, and I know I come across like I'm Britain. No, <laughs> not breezy. Not <laughs> I have hair extensions. I'm not a real blonde. I mean, it's coronavirus, so we can see yeah. that now. But you know what I mean. So no, it was just a rant because because you guys yeah. are so, look so fucking good at work. I just wanted to know who got the least yeah. done. Very curious. Uh, yeah, Maya. I, I think I th- know what else. I don't. Uh, I think she probably has had the least done. I don't know if she gets Botox or not. I don't know if she's had, ever had filler. I, d- I don't know if she even got a boob job. I'm not sure. But I, d- I don't think she really does too much. Maya's one-liners are fucking hilarious. Let me tell you that. Yeah. accent. Right? She is so funny. Uh, the first season I was like, Maya, have you always been this funny or is it pregnancy? Like I had no idea, but she just says stuff that just makes me like belly laugh. Her, her Israeli thought process, and by Israeli, I mean she's foreign. So, like the thought uh-huh. process of her trying to understand things in America, she <laughs> says it out loud. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, we're always laughing so hard at her. We're like Maya. Oh, just stop, stop! And yeah, we're like, she's so funny. She just doesn't care. She'll say whatever is on her mind. She's amazing. Do you have I anything else that you want to add before we wrap this up? Anything that you uh-huh. want to share? Season, I mean, I think everyone's gonna, if you love season two, you're gonna love season three. Um, it's, it's just so many ups and downs and surprises that we, even we forgot about. And then we saw the trailer and we were like, oh, wow, that is gonna be so juicy. We're like, we forgot that that happened. Um, yeah, so I think on every level, you, you guys are gonna be riding like a roller coaster with us. Um, <laughs> it's pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, this show is going to blow the fuck up even more. I literally, I can I, I can just see it. Mary, thank you so much for your time. It was really such a pleasure to have you on the show. You are such an amazing interviewee. Yeah, interviewee. Interview- <laughs> yeah. I lose my English when I'm in Switzerland. <laughs> I, I fucking lose it. Okay, I'm really sorry. Can you please tell everyone where they can find you, where they can go follow you, et cetera, et cetera? Absolutely. Um, Instagram is the Mary Fitzgerald, uh, Facebook. I think it's Mary Fitzgerald. It's Mary Fitzgerald something. I don't know. <laughs> so bad. And then I'm on Twitter too. I Amazing. think it's awesome. Yeah. Do, you, do you tweet? Do you like respond to people like reacting to the show and stuff? I, I'm, I don't get on there too, but I'm honestly just too busy. I do Instagram and then I will go on and look, I, I'm not on Facebook too much. So for anybody that reaches out on Facebook, that's why I don't really see too much, but, um, but Twitter, uh, Twitter, I will look at some of the stuff whenever it says mentions, I'll go on that at least, but I don't just scroll Twitter. Um, if it mentions me, then I, I, I read it and I'll like it or comment. Um, and Instagram, I definitely do. Awesome. Well, I really, really appreciate you coming on. You are amazing. I'm so excited to see you on season three and good luck with everything. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful and supportive thing you can do for this show. Also, if you would like to engage in the conversation yourself, you're welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Sit With Me. Don't forget to look for it. But all really annoying and thirsty plugs aside, hope you enjoy this episode.